Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Denakwe and welcome to Business Desk Today. It's Wednesday the 29th of November and I'm Ben Moore. On this episode, ASB says solving scams a priority, Sanford's surprise board nominee, Vector marks a million metres, and Nicola Willis summons English's Spectre. Rebecca Stevenson reports that ASB New Zealand has halted the sending of hyperlinks in text messages to customers as agreed by the New Zealand Banking Association, which will deliver a progress report in December on industry-wide efforts responding to scams that have cost Kiwis an estimated $200 million in the past year. ASB CEO Vittoria Short, also NZBA's chair, assures that measures are advancing rapidly. Critics argue that New Zealand banks lag in adopting new technologies for open banking and real-time payments, and the Commerce Commission has urged banks to update payment systems, warning that regulation may be on the cards if progress is not made. Short said that tackling scams and digital identity are currently the Australian-owned bank's priorities, with open banking to follow down the line. Short advocates for an anti-scam centre, uniting government agencies and banks for real-time information sharing. She said bank CEOs were meeting fortnightly, that the broader team had met for two full days, and the bank fraud teams were also working together to share scam solutions. She added, everyone is putting in a lot of effort. Rebecca Stevenson also reports that Scalarup Chair John Strauger has emerged as a nominee for a position on the Sanford board, courtesy of Tasman Equities, a minority shareholder with a 14.7% stake. This development comes on the heels of the resignations of Sanford directors Abby Foote and Fiona McKenzie, reportedly triggered by tensions with significant minority shareholders, understood to be Naitahu Holdings. Strauger has affiliations with the influential Spencer McCarty Group, familial connections within Sanford's current board. The New Zealand Shareholders Association has raised concerns, questioning potential undue influence and proposing a thorough review of director election voting rights. Sanford, in response, defends Strauger's nomination, asserting compliance with NZX rules and underscoring the transparency of disclosed relationships. Meanwhile, market sentiments differ, with Black Bull Research endorsing Strauger and expressing reservations about Sanford, characterizing it as a commodity. The outcome of the nomination will be decided at the upcoming December 18th general meeting. Ian Llewellyn writes that 1 million smart meters in New Zealand and Australia are now running on the Diverge Analytics platform delivered by Vector Technology Solutions, a subsidiary of Vector, and Amazon Web Services. Vector recently sold a 50% stake in Vector Metering, which is a customer of VTS and operates smart meters in Australia and New Zealand. Diverge has been developed to provide detailed data on electricity use and helps companies understand and manage energy supply and demand from across the grid and the impact of energy resources such as solar, batteries, or EV charges. Neil Williams, CEO at Vector Metering, said Diverge can deliver five-minute settlement data to its Australian customers hours earlier and more reliably. VTS and AWS have extended their strategic alliance until 2025 and will be focusing on developing deeper insights for customers and expanding use cases for Diverge. Shailesh Manga, Chief Operating Officer at VTS, said network operational data provides insights into voltage changing at the edge of the grid, which a utility operator can use to start optimizing and tuning the network. Coming up, 
the ghost of Bill English haunts the new national government's portfolio allocation, plus a look at the markets. Welcome back. In the latest edition of Jem Traylon's Business of Government column, she notes that the recent appointment of Nicola Willis as New Zealand's new Minister of Finance and Public Service, along with her role in social investment, signals a significant shift. Combining the finance and public service portfolios is unprecedented since the 1960s. Willis aligns with the agenda set by her mentor, former Prime Minister Bill English. This trio of portfolios suggests a comprehensive strategy for public service reform. While National doesn't have sole governance, there were rumours of David Seymour leading a razor gang focused on finding baseline cuts. Although untrue, it highlights Seymour's interest in reshaping the public service within his regulation portfolio. Willis, grounded in the pragmatic key English stream of the National Party, emphasises problem-solving pragmatism over ideology. Her commitment to a smarter social investment approach and breaking bureaucratic silos aligns with her vision for a future public service minister. As the custodian of government funds, Willis ensures a balanced focus on results and fiscal responsibility, says Traylon. And now, the markets. The New Zealand share market bounced more than half a percent, led by a stronger energy sector, and GenTrack surged on a solid annual result and earnings upgrade. After a dull morning, the S&P NZX50 index climbed steadily in the afternoon and closed at 11,237.38, up 81.59 points, or 0.73%. The index reached an intraday low of 11,140.17 points. There were 66 gainers and 57 decliners over the whole market on increased volumes of 40.85 million share transactions, worth $148.19 million. This Friday's episode will be our last for the year, but stay subscribed as we will be back in 2024 with more breaking news and insightful analysis. That's all for this episode of Business Desk today. Find the full story on all of these and more at businessdesk.co.nz. 